It's Wednesday, December 11th, 2019. 78 days since the House launched its impeachment inquiry. And this is Impeachment Today. Good morning. I'm Hayes Brown, reporter and editor at BuzzFeed News. They're here. They are here. Democrats released the articles of impeachment against President Trump yesterday, and they are a doozy. Today, we're going to go through them and hopefully translate them into normal people talk for you guys. But before we get to all that, let's catch up on the rest of yesterday's news. So, yeah. Wow. Judiciary Committee Chair Jerry Nadler stood with Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and other members of the House leadership as they revealed the ultimate result of their inquiry. Our president holds the ultimate public trust. When he betrays that trust and puts himself before country, he endangers the Constitution, he endangers our democracy, and he endangers our national security. The framers of the Constitution prescribed a clear remedy for presidents who so violate their oath of office. That is the power of impeachment. Today, in service to our duty to the Constitution and to our country, the House Committee on the Judiciary is introducing two articles of impeachment charging the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, with committing high crimes and misdemeanors. In those two articles, the Democrats charged the President with abuse of power and obstructing Congress. We'll talk more about just what that means and exactly what the articles say later on this episode. But if you want a refresher on what articles of impeachment even, well, are, I recommend going back and listening to last Wednesday's episode. These here are the genuine articles. As you can guess, the president was somber and measured in his reaction to this news. Here's what Trump had to say at a rally in Hershey, Pennsylvania last night. But while we're delivering historic victories for the American people, the radical left Democrats and the failed Washington establishment are trying to erase your votes, nullify the election, and overthrow our democracy. Not going to happen. Don't worry about it. Welp. He also still is out here insisting that the whistleblower was making things up, despite everything in their complaint being backed up in testimony, and that his call with Ukraine's president in July was perfect, which it very much was not. The whistleblower defrauded our country because the whistleblower wrote something that was totally untrue, and we broke up the game. Remember, the second whistleblower was coming, right? And then the informer. Who is the informer? I know who the informer is. The informer. So the informer obviously gave him false information because they wrote in the whistleblower report, right? They wrote something totally different from what I said. What I said was perfect, but it screwed up the whole works because most guys would never do that. They didn't even know probably that we had it transcribed, professionally transcribed, word for word transcribed, so beautiful. Am I lucky I had it transcribed? Think of that. Think of that. Yep, that there certainly sounds like someone who has learned his lesson and is absolutely innocent of all charges. That said, there are apparently some Democrats who are wondering if maybe there's some wiggle room on this whole impeachment thing. Politico reported on Tuesday that about 10 Democrats from districts that voted for Trump have been pondering whether censuring the president could do the trick. Their theory is that by just voting on a reprimand of the president, you could avoid a long Senate trial and uh, maybe win over some Republicans. But that's a theory that doesn't hold up under a microscope. 
Pelosi and the rest of the House leadership are full steam ahead on impeachment. Pelosi herself has said uh, no thanks to censure. And putting a yay vote on a resolution of censure against the president isn't something Republicans seem exactly keen on doing. And with that, we turn to our nixometer reading du jour. Well, I'm not a crook. This morning, we're at a 7.7. We have gone from the hypothetical to the actual, with an actual resolution laying out actual articles of impeachment against a sitting president. And while it is still looking like removal is an uphill climb of Mount Everest without a coat, this is history, y'all, and nowhere near a normal place for us to be. Okay, when we come back, we dive into the articles introduced on Tuesday and break down just what they mean. Meet you back here. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. What's up, guys? I'm Rashad Bilal. And I am Troy Millings, and we are the hosts of the Earn Your Leisure podcast, where we break down business models and examine the latest trends in finance. We hold court and have exclusive interviews with some of the biggest names in business, sport and entertainment, from DJ Khaled to Mark Cuban, Rick Ross, and Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, our alumni list is expansive. Listen in as our guests reveal their business models, hardships, and triumphs in their respective fields. The knowledge is in-depth, and the questions are always delivered from your standpoint. We want to know what you want to know. We talk to the legends of business, sports, and entertainment about how they got their start, and most importantly, how they make their money. Earn Your Leisure is a college business class mixed with pop culture. Want to learn about the real estate game? Unclear as how the stock market works? We got you. Interested in starting a trucking company or a vending machine business? Not really sure about how taxes or credit work? We got it all covered. The Earn Your Leisure podcast is available now. Listen to Earn Your Leisure on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our Heart Radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time for this fucking thing, Articles of Impeachment Edition. Usually we have a guest give us their perspective on some part of the impeachment saga, but today we're going direct to the source, the Articles of Impeachment themselves. What do they say? What don't they say? And what do they actually mean in plain English? Okay, quick reminder, these are still a draft. The Judiciary Committee will have a final review of these before they vote on them, but they're not likely to change much. Now, like most things that come out of Congress, the articles are written in total lawyer language. So we're going to go through and pull out some of the most important bits and translate them into normal people talk. So open them up in a browser and follow along if you can. 
One more thing. As we all know from every prestige movie and TV show from the last forever, everything sounds fancier and more important with a British accent. So we uh, bribed my boss, BuzzFeed News World Editor Paul Hamillus, a Londoner by birth, to read out the text of the articles. Thank you, Paul. All right, there's two articles in total, and they both start with the same preamble at the top. Resolved that Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the following articles of impeachment be exhibited to the United States Senate. Articles of impeachment exhibited by the House of Representatives of the United States of America in the name of itself and of the people of the United States of America against Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America, in maintenance and support of its impeachment against him for high crimes and misdemeanors. A classic. A banger. Basically the same way Nixon and Clinton's impeachment articles began, too. All right, Article 1 is focused on abuse of power. And here as well, both articles share a lot of the same text at the very top, reminding everyone of Congress's constitutional power to impeach. We then dive into what Trump allegedly did to warrant the abuse of power charge. Using the powers of his high office, President Trump solicited the interference of a foreign government, Ukraine, in the 2020 United States presidential election. He did so through a scheme or course of conduct that included soliciting the government of Ukraine to publicly announce investigations that would benefit his re-election, harm the election prospects of a political opponent, and influence the 2020 United States presidential election to his advantage. In short, this is saying Trump used the powers of the president to try to get Ukraine to give him a boost in the 2020 election. And having foreign countries mix it up in our elections is something the Constitution's writers were super frowny face about. President Trump also sought to pressure the government of Ukraine to take these steps by conditioning official United States government acts of significant value to Ukraine on its public announcement of the investigations. President Trump engaged in this scheme or course of conduct for corrupt purposes in pursuit of personal political benefit. So we heard a lot about bribery the last few weeks and how that's a crime under the Constitution that is impeachable. Though that word doesn't appear in these articles, that's basically what they just accused him of. Also, importantly, the articles make clear that this wasn't normal president business. It was done for corrupt purposes. In so doing, President Trump used the powers of the presidency in a manner that compromised the national security of the United States and undermined the integrity of the United States democratic process. He thus ignored and injured the interests of the nation. This is the Democrats saying that this Ukraine scheme wasn't just a little thing. He really fucked over the country. You, me, all of us. The article then has three sub-clauses. The first goes into the asks or favors that Trump made of Ukraine, announcing the investigations into the Bidens and supposed Ukrainian interference in the 2016 election. It also has this phrase. President Trump acting both directly and through his agents within and outside the United States government. That's important because it makes clear that, yeah, this wasn't just the president, but the people around him, both in the government, <coughs> Mick Mulvaney, and outside, <coughs> Rudy Giuliani. Oh, Excuse me. The second subclause explains what he did to get those favors, holding out on a White House visit for Ukraine's president and freezing nearly $400 million in military aid that Congress had approved. The third makes clear that even though he released the aid when he got caught, Trump has continued to make the same ask of Ukraine and uh, China now, like in these moments talking to reporters on the White House lawn. China should start an investigation into the Bidens because what happened in China is just about as bad as what happened with, uh, with Ukraine. So I would say that President Zelensky, if it were me, I would recommend that they start an investigation into the Bidens. The first article then has this interesting phrase. 
These actions were consistent with President Trump's previous invitations of foreign interference in the United States elections. That's a bit of a sideways reference to the Mueller investigation and Trump's infamous ask during the campaign. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. As special counsel Robert Mueller detailed, hours after that request, Russian operatives did start intensely probing the Clinton campaign's emails, one of the few good times to use the word probe. In all of this, President Trump abused the powers of the presidency by ignoring and injuring national security and other vital national interests to obtain an improper personal political benefit. He has also betrayed the nation by abusing his high office to enlist a foreign power in corrupting democratic elections. TLDR, this was messed up as hell, and he did it all to get something for himself at the expense of the country and our elections. Okay, let's move on to the second article, obstruction of Congress. Not obstruction of justice, mind you. That's when someone interferes in a criminal investigation. Nope, this is about impeachment, a power only the House has, and how Trump has tried to block the investigation. That framing mirrors one of the articles that the Judiciary Committee passed before Nixon resigned. All right, let's see, uh, blah, 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 Constitution stuff again. Okay, here we go. The article notes that the House opened an impeachment inquiry and sent out subpoenas, but then... In response, without lawful cause or excuse, President Trump directed executive branch agencies, offices, and officials not to comply with those subpoenas. President Trump thus interposed the powers of the presidency against the lawful subpoenas of the House of Representatives and assumed to himself functions and judgments necessary to the exercise of the sole power of impeachment vested by the Constitution in the House of Representatives. A.K.A. he tried to say that the power of impeachment was his to determine when it counts and when it doesn't, which it is not, and tried to fuck up the inquiry, which is bad. The article lists the several departments and senior officials who have refused to turn over documents or show up for testimony, which, again, is a bad look. And Adam Schiff, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, warned that this would happen back at the start of the inquiry. The second article also has this phrase in there. These actions were consistent with President Trump's previous efforts to undermine United States government's investigations into foreign interference in United States elections. And there's how Democrats slipped in the hints from the Mueller report that Trump had committed obstruction of justice, the actual criminal kind, during the Russia investigation. But it doesn't become an article of its own, which makes sense given the focus on Ukraine and this whole scheme, but it is sure to disappoint some people. Then they have this absolute bop of a paragraph noting how historically wild Trump's stonewalling has been over the last 78 days of the impeachment process. In the history of the Republic, no president has ever ordered the complete defiance of an impeachment inquiry or sought to obstruct and impede so comprehensively the ability of the House of Representatives to investigate high crimes and misdemeanors. This abuse of office served to cover up the president's own repeated misconduct and to seize and control the power of impeachment and thus to nullify a vital constitutional safeguard vested solely in the House of Representatives. Both articles end with this crucial clause. Wherefore, President Trump, by such conduct, has demonstrated that he will remain a threat to the Constitution if allowed to remain in office, and has acted in a manner grossly incompatible with self-governance and the rule of law. President Trump thus warrants impeachment and trial, removal from office, and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States. A threat to the Constitution. Whew. 
And you'll note that the draft articles have a suggested sentence in there that fits the alleged crimes, removal from office and disqualification from holding other offices or profiting from the U.S. So if, and that's such a huge if right now, Trump were convicted and removed, he'd be barred from running for a second term, which would be total chaos for the Republican Party as they'd have to figure out how to promote now President Pence in the 2020 election. And that's the articles. You'll note that they don't list any of the proposed charges about Trump's general Trumpiness. What with the racism, the accusations of sexual assault, the alleged campaign finance violations, etc., etc. They also didn't mention the way he's profited off of foreign governments spending money at his hotels during his term in violation of the emoluments clause of the Constitution. But this is the case Democrats are making, meaning those other things cannot come up in his eventual trial. That was all a lot, and we'll see if these articles change up at all when the Judiciary Committee has its hearing later this week to mark up the bill, aka add in any possible edits. Probably not, but hey, it's a really fucking weird time we live in, y'all. All right, okay, that is it for today. After all that articles of impeachment reading, I'm going to go read Twitter about impeachment stuff. Great. Tomorrow, we'll have more for you on the reactions to the articles and how Democrats plan on getting them out the door to the Senate. Be sure to subscribe to Impeachment Today on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go to hear my disembodied voice. And uh, maybe leave us a rating and a review, please. Also, tell your friends about the show as we all figure this out together. Thursday, February 10th. Kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player. Delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022 delivered with Uber Eats will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign. Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone. Everybody, I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. <laughs> Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that... A success story. A custom radio ad from iHeart Ad Builder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com.